Hey, what's good? This is producer Micah. Welcome to Backdoor Cover. Guess what? It's Super Bowl week. Perhaps you've heard. And we're bringing you a little bonus content. Last Friday, I had the opportunity, along with Ross Bolin, to talk to Arian Foster. He came in studio, the former All-Pro running back. He talked to me and Ross on the Ross Bolin podcast for about 90 minutes. He talked about his football career. He talked about uh, his uh, new career in rap as a rapper. He also talked about all sorts of stuff in life. He's a very deep guy, philosophical, well-read, talked about Kanye. It was really an interesting uh, conversation. And like I said, it went about 90 minutes in studio. He was nice enough to drive in from Houston to come join the Ross Boland podcast. So today I'm going to play a little clip of that podcast uh, specific to football. We hear about Arian uh, and his thoughts on the Pro Bowl, which he played in a couple times, as well as his pick for the Super Bowl, and just some general things about the mindset it takes to be an NFL running back and be ready for war every Sunday. A quick programming note, though, before we get to the interview with Arian. Thursday, we are back with our Super Bowl prop bet extravaganza, where Brad and I, and perhaps a couple special guests, we'll just leave it at that, we'll break down all the prop bets, we'll talk about the game, We'll have you ready and jonesing for football on Sunday. So uh, come check back for that here on Backdoor Cover. And now, without further ado, here is Arian Foster on the Ross Boland Podcast. Check out the Ross Boland Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. And uh, enjoy. We're back Thursday. Bye-bye. When you were really in, in the peak of your, your, your run, you were a, you're a three-down guy. You're the running back. Right. And now all these teams have two or three guys. Mm-hmm. And my question is, I'm a professional fighter. I don't know if you know this. I didn't well, know. I had one professional fight. I'm, I'm retired, just like you. Gotcha. So, you he know, went, we got in, a lot he in, went in, he lost one, and then he retired. Oh, I didn't lose. It okay, a draw, whatever. whatever. But that's a, it's a whole other story. We're not here to talk about that. We don't have to get into that, that. yeah. Own that shit. The question I have for you is, playing running back, mm-hmm. like you're, you're a hunted man. And you know you're going to be in there for every snap. And these dudes are coming with malice. Mm-hmm. You're not like, you know, I played high school football. I was an offensive lineman. Right. Before the game, you knew you're you know, you're going to battle. But nobody's hitting me full speed. Mm-hmm. Nobody's coming. What is that feeling before a game like? Is it just like, I know my job, I'm going to do it? Or is there a part of you that's like, I'm going to war yeah. in, in one sense, and these guys are coming to kill me? Yeah, no. I don't know how other guys felt, but I always felt it. And I feel like... To be quite honest, I think it's it's part of uh, the reason like why I suffer from anxiety and and things now is because leading up, it, it probably happened like two or three days before the game. Like you get this gut wrenching feeling, like all right, it's about to happen, and because you never like you don't know what's gonna happen, like, right? <clears throat> and it hurts. That <laughs> shit hurts, man. Like I still have L's to this day that I'm dealing with, and so um, the before the game. It's just the worst. I hated the feeling. Like, I hated it. And as soon as you get hit or as soon as you touch the ball for the first time, it goes away. Right. And then your adrenaline kicks in and it's all good. But leading up to that, it's it's just a terrible feeling. It's like, it's just anxiety. It's like, I don't really know how to explain it. You're making me anxious listening to you talk about it. It's, t- I know it's, it's wild. Because, like, it's like, I, th- I mean, think about it. Like, I could break a leg. I could tear something. I could pop my shoulder out of place. Like, that's weird. Or worse. That's fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's weird. I can get a concussion. Like, right? So, it's like, it's a weird, like, and that shit runs through my head. I remember <clears throat> before I signed my deal, it was 2011. I was balling. Um, we're playing the Colts, and it's at the Colts. It's like, I think it might be the last or one of the last game of the season. Um, 
because we went to the playoffs, so it was before the, so maybe the, well, like 14, week 14, 15. Um, and it was before I got my deal. And so <clears throat> that, that, that looms over your head as a, as an athlete that you haven't been paid yet. Right. Like, and so I, I imagine. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm in the backfield before a play. And I remember this vividly. I'm in the middle of it middle of the game and i'm and the, it just popped into my head i'm like yo what if you tear your acl this play fuck i dude. thought about that shit i'm like yo that's wild like stop thinking that shit <laughs> it's it's yeah the, it's the crazy and then so like that play i was like i probably got down a little quicker than i should have but it's like the, you know, those thoughts like they just consume you and so after like you have to that shit wears on you how man. how i dealt with it honestly it was like I, I drank a lot when i was in the league no shit i had like i had to i was so i had to numb myself from that and all the family issues I had, but it's it's just I, I don't know how other guys deal with it, but that's I, I, that helped me. It was my vice. Booze, yeah, like red wine, huh? Yeah, red wine. Yeah. Um, I see you tweet on red wine every once in a while. So. Red wine is the greatest shit. Yeah, it was my milk of the poppy. Too. Oh my god, yeah, milk of the oh, so good. Yeah, what else, Micah? I'm, what not, you got? I'm not an advocate though. No, I appreciate that because that was you know. That feeling where you don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You've got no control over that. Yeah. When you show up to practice, you know, you yeah. do what you do. The and, fucked up thing is that's But you the don't feeling. know what these other guys are doing, what's going to happen. Oh, so that's that, the feeling I have every morning. And I don't play professional football. <laughs> I still wake up and I'm like, fuck, man, anything could happen anything today. Anything could happen. I could get hit by a bus. And then that's where my anxiety starts. So at least for you, you had a good reason. Scooter for me. air tires Some might. Some fucking Arian Foster's going to fly by on a scooter and take me out. So are you watching the playoffs? You, I mean, do you mm -hmm. follow football? Oh uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm not like a, um, I don't have a team like, right, you know right. what I'm saying? But I just, yeah, if if, if a dope game is, yeah, I, I, I like I like players and I'll, okay. I'll, so I'm watching the Rams and I don't watch the Rams very often. You you've seen these playoff games. Looks like uh, offensively they're doing a lot of misdirection. These running mm -hmm. backs are just bowling over dudes mm -hmm. and and getting guys to step the wrong way. Is there anything that about their running game that's interesting to you, or remind you of stuff that you used to do? You were sort of one cut guy. Um, no. What I learned about the NFL is so whoever Sean McVay learned from, mm -hmm. like it's kind of like everybody's under a coaching tree. Yes, and so <clears throat> that's why. Tony Romo is so good at calling games. Is and seeing the fucking future. <laughs> it's amazing, dude. Well, what he does, well, well, he he he's privy to a a um a vantage point that not everybody is. True, true. Yeah. And so what he does is what a lot of us can do, and I think he he probably does it better than a lot of us. Is you can see what's going to happen um, because if. Football is just like this. It's a it's a game. There's games within a game, and so if I line up in this, like, like all you know those play sheets that coaches have, right? What what they are are, um, uh, hundreds of different scenarios. So they have okay, if it's third and ten on the twenty, these are the four plays that best work. And if they line up, if if I line up in this formation, the quarterback knows okay. They're either going to be in this, 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 or this. And if they're in this, I'm going to do this. But if they're in this, I'll do this, right? <clears throat> so it's just all the different possible situations. It's a whole bunch of different possible situations. Um, so, like, when it's when it's fourth and one on the 20 going in, <clears throat> they have three or four different plays that they have plotted for that situation. Okay. There's, it's rare that – I don't think that there will be a situation that there's not – An not, exact <clears throat> play plotted yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so to answer your question um, – 
you just don't see a lot of new stuff. That's why it used to kill me when um, <clears throat> people used to say, like earlier in my career, the critique of me was, um, oh, he's he he's doing good in the Gary Kubiak's zone running scheme. Right. It's fucking hilarious because everybody runs zone. Is it? There's two kinds of runs. It's either power or zone. Like there's other. There's only two. Nobody runs anything else. And so when I see the Rams run a lot of zone, um, so uh. No, there's not a lot. I don't. It's it's just not new to me. Like, yeah, it, it always <clears throat> seems like every year, the new coach or the coordinator, he's a genius. Yeah, it's all the same shit. No, it's the players. That's why it's funny, killing me when people are like, "Yo, Belichick's a genius." He yes, he's smart. Don't get me wrong. He's a good coach. He's great at what he does. But I'd be funny as hell if he coaches after Tom Brady retires. You think he will? I don't think he should. I don't think he should either. There's no old. point. Yeah. What is like? What are you? Goose, what man? are you gonna do? Like. Because you're going you're gonna to see real fast why you run all them championships. <laughs> well, speaking of the Pats, uh, you have any pick, any feeling what's going to happen in the Super Bowl? Um, nah, man. I don't think <clears throat> – I can't, I just can't bet against Tom Brady anymore. It's hard. It's hard. That, that, that month. Hey, he's so Yeah, cold. I created that rule like two and a half years ago <laughs> when I was like – I thought Brady was going to be on the down slope, and I started trying to make money betting against the Pats – that's not the route to go. <laughs> Just no. bet on the pass. That ain't it. That ain't wow. it. Yeah, nah. It's, he's he's cold, bro. He's just so cool. He's fucking psycho. He's nice, he's psychopath. Man. He's nice, though. It's just... You have to be crazy as shit to be that good at your job. Yeah, man. man. Like, well, is that good at it? You have to be crazy. One of my favorite NFL moments was um, when I was a rookie. Um, you get TV copies of the game if you want from your film guy. Oh, nice. And so the last game of the season, my rookie year... Uh, we beat we beat the Patriots, and it was when. But Tom Brady, like they was all playing, they played all their starters. Yeah, and uh, I scored the game winning touchdown, and uh, I scored it, and uh, the camera immediately panned to Tom Brady, <laughs> and so and so like as a as a rookie, I'm like, yo, hello, I was on the TV right next to Tom Brady. That's dope. That is dope. Though. <laughs> and then you always have that moment. No yeah. question. I mean, it's not as cool now, but. <laughs> it's still pretty fucking cool. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he's still Tom Brady. And then uh, last question: you you made four Pro Bowl teams. I don't know how many games you actually played in. Did you play in all four of them? Um, two, maybe three. And were yours in Hawaii or were yeah, they Hawaii? The Pro Bowl sucks, right? Yeah, it's pretty whack. <laughs> it's stupid. Hawaii's tight though. Hawaii's dope as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> now Pro Bowl's dumb just because like I'm not gonna play hard. <laughs> here's, another, here's another funny story. <laughs> Here's another funny story. Uh, where it was my first Pro Bowl. It was the running backs were me, Chris Johnson, and Jamal Charles. And uh, Bill Belichick was the coach. Coolest shit. Co- coolest dude ever. Um, we go into the game, and then at halftime we're losing like thirty-five to zero or something like that. I don't care. I'm still kind of hungover. Life is good. <laughs> Most of y'all probably were. Yeah. Bill Belichick comes in there and says, like, "Listen, guys, we're all here to have a good time." But he just snapped. He's like, but I'm not going to be the NFC's bitch. <laughs> and I was like, adamantly, like, I'm not going to play hard. <laughs> and Like and you so, told him that? No, no. I didn't. I, I just, oh, it was just prevalent. I was like, yo, I'm getting down. I don't okay. care. <laughs> um, and Jamal, Jamal was running hard as fuck. Me and Chris was watching him. I was like, yo, why is he going so hard? Hey, Jamal, chill out, man. Yeah, it was wild. And so, but it showed, right? So he was like, he was balling. Or whatever. Um, and so he's like, I'm not going to be the NFC bitch. And he 
turns to Jamal. She said, Jamal, you're starting the second half. <laughs> and me and Chris look at each other like, okay. That's like, cool. I was like, nigga, play the whole time. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to play hard. But yeah, Pro Bowl's whack. Like, I'm, guys have that mentality. Like, yo, I'm not going to risk my health for a game that I'm not getting paid for like that. So It doesn't matter. And it doesn't, doesn't matter at all. At all. No, I'm not finna. It's totally meaningless. Yeah, 100%.